0: Greetings Sovereigns, join us as we explore new and old knowledge and ideas around food and health to help you achieve optimum states of wellness. Welcome to a Superfoods episode. This is our follow-up episode from the previous reasons I transitioned to a plant-based life. This is our part two session and I really wanted to talk about and share with you some of the superfoods that I use to support and to heal me during my, you know, my lowest times and my hardest struggles with pain and um menstrual discomfort and, you know, some womb healing um remedies I would say, because not only did they support my my womb and my recovery actually but they help to support and build my blood and cleanse my bloodstream as well. So, you know, when you think about health and and, and balanced diet and just holistic health on the whole, we're not just talking food, but we're talking other forms of, of supporting the system and balancing and making sure that there's a exchange and an interaction between spirit soul body right our temple must connect to uh, our, our our spiritual selves and our soul those must all work in unison right so for me during that period of time of recovery there were m- lots of there was lots of meditation going on and a lot of um prayer and communing and connecting with the creator. Um, I utilized a lot of visualizations, exercises, and a lot of breath work and breathing. Um, But today we're not talking about those additional healing modalities that supported me because there were a few that I could keep going and going and going. We will just focus on the superfoods. And the superfoods were, you know, the most important sometimes um, because, again, they were not so much cleansing, but they helped to rebuild and rejuvenate my body because I was so depleted. So, you know, remember I shared that in my transition to um, plant-based, there were these mysteries about herbs and herb medicine and herb foods that actually supported my feminine healing and my womb health. You know, the superfoods specifically that I want to share with you are rejuvelac, energy soup, chlorophyll, chlorella, and wheatgrass. You know, those were key in my regimen during my recovery period and each one of them have unique benefits but toward the end you're going to realize that chlorophyll played a huge part in rejuvenating my body and rebuilding my blood and my system so let's jump right into it the first the first um Superfood that we're going to talk about is Rejuvelac. Rejuvelac is absolutely a wonderful fermented drink. this This drink is created from a combination of two two simple things: filtered water and wheat berries, organic wheat berries. Right, and it is such a nutrient dense drink. Reju- Rejuvalac, um, because it is filled with probiotics. And that probiotics, of course, we know probiotics are a key, a key in ensuring that we have a balanced gut health. And if we have balanced gut health, then our brain to gut connection is strengthened and fortified, right? So for me, I was able to tap into the enzymes. Um, that are present in medruvalac and utilize those, um, in the drink. Now I use the drink for, you know, I drank the, I drank the drink and use it as a, you know, just a daily shot. But this particular drink, I also utilized in additional food that I will talk about called the energy soup. Um, the thing with this particular, um, this particular red, uh, drink, probiotic drink called rejuvalac. Now it's fermented, but unlike things like kefir and kombucha, where, you know, you have to add a catalyst and, you know, you have to add a culture or you have to start from something, you are literally utilizing the, the nutrient and enzyme rich components of the wheat berries or the grain, because wheat berries are grain, as it ferments right and it sprouts first and then it ferments so in the sprouting we find that the bean takes on the water it rehydrates and now it begins to sprout or grow as it is growing it is producing all of these wonderful nutrients and probiotics that it releases into the water and some of the nutrient content of the water includes things like carbohydrates and vitamin C, vitamin E. The vitamin B complex is also present and a host of different probiotic enzymes that, that show to, have shown to increase immunity in the body, right? So as the, the berries sprout and the liquid sits and ferments, the liquid actually is drawing out all of that nutrient content from the fermented wheat berry. So now you have a liquid that is a potent nutrient-dense probiotic. Now some of the benefits that actually um, come from consuming Rejuvalac on a consistent basis is, um, you know, it helps to support our system or gut, right? Because it's a digestive aid. Once you start talking about probiotics, you know there's going to be some support and healing of the gut, right? Because many times our gut flora is can be very depleted, you know, especially if you're recovering from being sick over a period of time, and you are probably not eating as a well-balanced meal, or You're probably not eating because many times when we're sick, there's this reduction, reduced desire, sorry, to consume food. Um, So you find yourself low, your gut flora is low. And so this is the beauty of rejuvelac. It helps to replenish that gut, gut flora. It increases our body's ability to absorb nutrients and, again, If it's aiding digestion and and increasing your enzymes in the gut, it is supporting a healthy gut-brain connection. And we talked about the gut-brain connection in our um in our previous article, right? We have um, covered the gut-brain connection and the gut, and in doing so, I think it revealed a lot to us about how important it is to keep that balance between. Um The two consistent because one influences the other, As a matter of fact, they both influence each other right so yeah these these are the benefits of um rejuvalac and there there's a little bit more about rejuvalac on our website. The article or the blog that I write up that is directly connected to this podcast always includes. Many more treasures and many more details. I will also include a recipe for you to create your own rejuvelac at home, and I will also give additional ways that you can utilize the rejuvelac in other foods, such as making seed cheeses and maybe nut cheeses as well. Because the rejuvelac act—it's a fermented drink, so it acts as um. A, a, a catalyst for fermentation in the cheeses as well. So, you know, th- that's something that you can um, explore on your own with rejuvalac. Now, the other, the other superfood that um, I utilized a lot of, a matter of fact, that is the only food I literally consumed and ate. So at that time when I was recovering, I wasn't chewing on anything other than this food right now. Energy called energy soup. You know, energy soup is a combination of many potent, rich foods. Right, so we have included in energy soup is you have Rejuvelac. Um, I used to add a little bit of lemon juice. There's dulse flakes, sunflower sprouts. And sometimes, occasionally, avocado. And what you would do is you would... What I would do is I would actually take the rejuvalac liquid, pour it off into my blender, add, of course, the dulse and the sunflower sprouts and the um, lemon juice and kind of blend them. But I never... I wouldn't blend them till smooth because I needed to still have some roughage. I needed to still be able to chew and also have, you know, again, some of that roughage to keep me because for a long time I was just drinking, drinking, and not really eating um, solid food. So it was really helpful um, to have something to to chew on. The avocados were great because they were a source of fat when I did add them, but sometimes because of the... um, the amount of time that I spent, um, eating very small amounts or consuming, um, very, you know, like liquid foods and not really eating a lot, I became, I lost a lot of weight. So at that point, utilizing the avocados to increase my, um, my body's fat was helpful, but it was, it wasn't always something that I could, could, um, consume and keep down, <laughs> you know, it's interesting, the fat sometimes was a little too much for me, but when you, when you create your energy soup, remember the key to an excellent energy soup is making sure that you have sunflower sprouts, and that you include dulse, and the base is the rejuvelac, the rejuvelac is the, again, you know it, the enzyme rich, um, Drink that you create from fermenting the wheat berries, right? So that well, that's that for energy soup. Because energy soup, um, when you go to the blog, you'll find that I gave a long list of the um, the different nutrient content for dulse and sunflower sprouts and avocado. So you you can go to the blog again and engage in even more information. I actually have also linked some of our information in the article to other articles on the website. So that way you can, um, you know, you can explore additional, uh, information around these superfoods. Chlorophyll. Chlorophyll is the green machine <laughs> pretty much. So chlorophyll is a, is a supplement that, um, You can use daily in in water or even in um, apple juice. It is a great thing to take as a shot, right, just to help to maintain your system over a period of time. Now, chlorophyll is a chemical that is formed inside of the cells of um, green plants, right? And we know it. We hear about chlorophyll all the time but you know earlier on in in some of the earlier episodes i actually speak about chlorophyll and speak about its connection to a hemoglobin and chlorophyll's ability to create heme right which very which functions very similarly to hemoglobin um the thing with chlorophyll its its structure its chemical structure is similar to hemin which is a part of hemoglobin and that is um that is what carries around the oxygen in our blood. So there's only one difference, significant difference between um the two, right? And that's chlorophylls bonded um, by magnesium, a magnesium molecule or magnesium, the element of magnesium, whereas um hemin is bound by iron, right? So there's there's that one difference. And of course, that difference does help in the way these two function. But the reason chlorophyll helps to build blood so well is because of its similarity in structure to hemin. So, here are a few things about chlorophyll. It doesn't just build your blood. It is an antiseptic as well. And so you'll find, you probably have heard people say, oh, chlorophyll is, is actually helps to reduce or odor or neutralizes odors, right? Yes, people use it um, and, to, and drink it daily to help with um, you know perspiration or the smell of perspiration. You could actually use it um, as an oral flush or as an oral gargle because, again, it helps to neutralize and it's filled with oxygen. So one of the things you probably have heard of as well, too, is <laughs> bacteria and certain certain um, viruses cannot survive or function um, in high oxygen, oxygenated spaces. So wherever there's a proliferation of oxygen, it becomes very difficult for some, um, some bacteria to function, to survive. It's impossible, actually. So when you consume high levels of, of um, oxygenated foods or chlorophyll-dense foods, it helps to cleanse the blood and cleanse the system right? So there are a couple of additional benefits to chlorophyll. And, uh, you know, I want to go on and share even more, but again, go to the blog and engage with the blog because there's, again, there's just so much, um, information. There's, there's a wealth of, um, that it's a life-saving, life-saving facts about chlorophyll is also included. Another one is that it helps to flush drug deposits out of our blood, which is very similar to the way, um, parsley works on the system because parsley helps to also re- remove and flush, um, toxins from the blood and from the system. So that's, that's an excellent thing to consider. um, There are two additional superfoods that we're going to touch on, all right? But before we do, you know, I want to thank those of you who have been reading our blogs and actually have reached out to me and you're like, these blogs have helped me so much. And I really appreciate the podcast. Um, Someone else also said that they have family members who have been experiencing you know, several challenges as well to, in terms of um, digestion. And they too have utilized a lot of the tips and tricks shared in the podcast and the articles, you know, specifically the articles. So those of you who have been engaging with it, we are, listen, Sovereign Eats thanks you. Because um, when I write these vlogs, I write them because I want people to be able to walk away with a, a a plethora of good solid information all right and also some of my own experiences. so I want you to know what to expect when you consume it, but I also want to share. Here are the benefits. These are the things, and this is why it's a benefit to you because these particular components of this herb or this food function like this in your body. You know, so so this has been, um, it has been expressed by several of you, um, especially those of you who have reviewed the blogs and review, reviewed the podcast. I thank you because you have expressed that. It has brought a lot of um, support to you, and it has edified you in ways that you didn't consider before. So I thank you. Um, I wanted to also thank the our most recent reviewer, um, a young sister called Naya. Thank you so much for um, just reaching out to me and expressing how much you enjoyed reading um, or engaging, rather, with the podcast. I want to... Um, just say for those of you who are struggling, whether with menstrual cramps, or you're struggling with, you know, womb health, or just, you know, health on a whole, you know, um, low iron, low levels of iron in your blood. Maybe you have feelings of, um, you're kind of lethargic throughout the day and feelings of, um, you know, sluggishness as well and brain fog and so on. Some of these superfoods that we ta- we're talking about today actually support you and can help to reverse some of that um, sl- um, lethargy, can help you reverse some of that fogginess, right? And we'll talk about other herbs and so on that can support you too. But these superfoods are our best the best way to begin, um the best way to begin the best way to begin so let's jump right into chlorella so chlorella you're probably saying chlorella that sounds like chlorophyll so chlorella is again its active ingredient is chlorophyll right so chlorella is actually an algae and it's it's a a single-celled one that has an abundance of chlorophyll Now, it's hard for you to access the chlorophyll, so you have to actually consume chlorella that has been processed. So you may find that when you go to the store, maybe you'll find some powdered chlorella, but there are lots of other companies that actually process chlorella and you'll find them frozen. You want to go for the frozen because the frozen... The frozen has been processed properly and what they do is they try to freeze it so that it can help to maintain the level of um, active chlorophyll that's available to you when you consume it. So you may find the tablets, you may find um, frozen packets of chlorella as well. Those are all acceptable forms, but I also want to suggest that you stick with the um, the frozen chlorella just because, again, you're getting, um, you're getting nutrients that have been preserved and have been sitting that you haven't been sitting out and you can't, you can't assume that they'll be depleted. You know, most times when you freeze something like, um, chlorella or even chlorophyll, what you're doing is you're helping to preserve, um, all of its active nutrients. So, The thing about chlorella is that it helps to, um, research shows that it helps uh, gain radiation, right? And that's because of the RNA and the DNA that it contains. So I would highly, you know, suggest that women, all menstruating women engage with, consume high levels of chlorophyll. And the way you can do that is through consuming chlorella tablets or chlorella extract, right? Because again, that chlorophyll can be converted to heme, and that heme supports the blood-building properties or blood-building capabilities of um, the body. So think about it. Pay attention to it. It is also a... Um, chlorella also contains things like vitamin C and vitamin E and, you know, trace minerals as well as amino acids. So it is, it is, again, this is another superfood recommendation for me. Uh, this is the, the third one or the second one that's just green. Um, the third one we're going to go into is, um, wheatgrass. Now, when you think about wheatgrass, you're probably saying to yourself, "Hmm, wheatgrass, Why you know? Why wheatgrass? But wheatgrass has been wheatgrass has been popular for a a pretty long time, and I I, you know I think people probably they've you know been fascinated with um, wheatgrass when it became popularized. Um, This is another superfood that has been introduced to. The um community by Dr. Anne Wigmore she is the founder of the Hippocrates Health Institute, and you know the original founder and she she clearly was um in ha- extremely invested in uncovering foods that can help us reverse um some of the side effects of diseases. She was particularly, um, she particularly taught that, you know, one pound of wheatgrass is actually equivalent in nutritional value to about, what, 25 pounds of, you know, just any high quality green vegetable, right? So the comparison, I mean, it, it just blows your mind that, Weedgrass can be so potent and so rich, um, and I think that's why people people utilize it so much because it's not it's it. You could see the difference. There is that huge difference, you know. And I, I I know weedgrass is not the nicest tasting thing, right? At this point, some people are quite um, familiar with it. But sometimes we forget. We just we take things and we are like, okay, this everybody's drinking it. I'm gonna drink it too. But we don't realize the actual healing properties that the food has. Um, I will personally say, when I have consumed wheatgrass, there is a brain a rush. There is a a rush to my brain that I receive right after um the green hits my tongue right after I I could feel it coursing through my system and the level of energy and clarity after consuming it is amazing. After you, after you get over the shock of the taste, (laughs) after you get over the shock of the taste, but back to the wheatgrass, it, it is, it is the con, the, the, the composition of The wheatgrass and its contents that helps to support healing and rejuvenating of the body. It's the chlorophyll. So, right back to chlorophyll. So, so far we've had talked about three, um, talked about three superfoods and all of these superfoods are really focused on chlorophyll. Well, two actually, just the wheatgrass and the chlorella. Um, but the, it goes back to the idea of the content of the chlorella and the wheatgrass, which is the high the presence of chlorophyll. So when you um, when you you consume wheatgrass, most times you go to the store, maybe a health food store. Or so because they have what's considered a wheatgrass machine that really helps to squeeze out. As much of the green juice or the chlorophyll dense, oxygen rich juice from wheatgrass, right? That's something that you can uh, experiment with at home. It is not the easiest thing because wheatgrass is very strange. It doesn't. You really have to work it through a press. But there are times that I've reaped the benefits of just buying some wheatgrass on my own because I was not close to or did not have the ability to um, go to a health food store and actually get the pressed, squeezed wheatgrass. So I soaked, washed, cleaned the wheatgrass that I I received and I actually blended it in um, coconut water and strained that and blended it a little bit more, and strained that, and and used it. Now, it's not as potent, because you can see the, um, the shade of green, from the shade of green, and you can taste it as well too, but it worked the same wonders for me. So, I'm just saying, for those of you who may not have access to a, to um, what's considered um, a health food store, in order to get Wheatgrass, you can, uh, if you have wheatgrass available where you are and you can, you have a strong, powerful blender, like, um, a Vitamix or so you can blend it with coconut water and totally con- and consume that and, um, still reap the benefits, the health benefits of, um, wheatgrass. So that's, uh, that's, that ends our podcast for today. Um, I really want to just thank you all for listening in. And, um, you know, if you have any questions, please do not be afraid to find us on Instagram. I am the Sovereign Eats on Instagram. Our website is www.sovereigneats.com. You can find all of our lengthy um blog posts on there that are accompanying blogs to each podcast and you know again i add a host of additional um supportive information there on the on the um the blogs on the articles so feel free to engage with them when you do read them if you have gotten something from our podcast please review us Please review our podcast. Please share it with others on Instagram or even any one of the social media platforms because we're present on Facebook as well, too. And we also are on TikTok. So thank you again. Thank you for joining us. It has been a while since we've um, posted an episode, but we continue with consistency and we are forging ahead, bringing you... um, More information. Our next episode will be Sovereign Sisters, Um, and as we talk about different herbs that can help the womb and the healing and supporting of the woman, the woman. um, I want you to join us, right? Join us, join us, join us, and um, engage again. Write reviews, share, ask questions, um, and I will reply to your questions on the website. Peace and power to you all.